Hi, uh, my name is Maris Kord. I'm the president and CEO of Warbridge Mining. Warbridge Mining trades on the Toronto Stock Exchange under the uh, symbol WM. We've been focusing on our uh, flagship projects along the D2 Fenelon Gold trend, with the Fenelon Gold being our most advanced assets, and the second advanced asset is the Martinier deposit. Uh, this is a large-scale uh, land package of about over 900 square kilometers, about 97 kilometers uh, from the D2 Lake Mine along the Sunday Lake Deformation Zone towards, uh, towards the east. There's already three gold systems identified on this uh, trend, uh, D2 being the largest, and then our Fenelon and Martinier. And this land package is very un uh, underexplored and very prospective, particularly because we've actually, through our regional exploration, we've gone to areas where they hadn't seen any drilling. And we continue to hit visible gold as well as mineralization, which can continue uh, to find uh, potential discoveries in the future. Uh, we just released our um, maiden resource estimate in November of last year. This year's program is about a 150,000 meter drill program focusing on the expansion at Fenelon, as well as expansion at Martinier and some regional exploration. We're hoping that we'd be able to, with this year's program, bring Fenelon to its next milestone with an updated MRE, as well as uh, carrying it into an economic study, and along the way expand the Martinier deposit to be the additional uh, pipeline in the projects uh, that are uh, there to come. There we go. Mars, thanks for coming. That was Thank a great you. story. <laughs> Have a call, you just so. told the whole story. Um, <laughs> look, we're here in Quebec. There's kind of Quebec Focus Conference. Um, how far have you had to travel? Uh, not far. Not far, yeah, exactly. I'm shattered, so this yes. will okay. be short and polite and nice. Um, hey, we had a great session with you um, and the team um, technically uh, a couple of, couple of months ago, I think, right. now, um, kind of help reveal how you're kind of coming at the modeling for the drilling and, you know, what, what, you're hoping, what, what you are finding, what you're hoping to find. So that's, that's all kind of good news. But we can't not have a conversation about the market conditions around. Everyone's being battered. Yes. Okay. Everyone's being hurt. Uh, hard, long and hard, so you're all in the same boat, but in a way, do you think it's a good thing? Because it's going to maybe shake the tree a little bit, and some of these marginal projects are perhaps going to find it more difficult than, than others. So wh where do you put yourself? Well, first of all, uh, I don't think it's a good thing for any company to lose value, but what we also understand is a very cyclic uh, business. Mm -hmm. uh, obviously, the projects of ours uh, is not going to be a victim of a marginal project because we've already demonstrated that it isn't. Mm -hmm. In terms of the uh, in terms of the current uh, cycle, we certainly appreciate where we are today. Uh, in, in fact, we probably have trended a little lower than what the industry has done over the past uh, few months, particularly because it's a stage of the project, and we have to we have to really demonstrate the value of the project with the next updated uh, MRE as well as carrying it into an economic study. Right, okay, so let's talk about money. So how much cash are you saving at the moment? Because you've got a bunch of stuff that you need to deliver this year, that you want to deliver this year, yeah. and you give cash? Yeah, we have about 40, little over $40 million, and we're expecting another $20 million from the Quebec government on our 2021 tax credit. So we'll be, after completing this year's aggressive exploration program, we're going to be left anywhere between 20 to $30 million carrying into 2023. Okay, so that's quite healthy. So in, in a very meaningful way, this, I think someone described it earlier in an earlier interview, as a blip in the market at the moment. You're not immune, but you're not going to hurt so much because you've got the money. You're not raising capital. 
But our, our an intention is to bring the project to a milestone before we actually raise the capital. Because right. obviously, from our very still an exploration company, we do have to raise capital. We're going right. to be cash, gener cash flow generated or not for a few years to come. Yeah. Uh, but certainly, uh, you know, when we did the financing in in February of this year, uh, we were asked, "Why are you doing that at those prices?" But whereas today, uh, we feel that that was the right right decision to do and uh, setting ourselves up for making sure that we get ourselves to the next milestone. So yeah, it's it's not going to affect us as much. Yeah. But at the end of the day, it's affecting the whole industry, so, so we're not going to be immune to it. Either. Right. Do you, do you think that you are possibly, possibly, kind of ripe for someone to come in and say, we'll have that. They're really undervalued. We can sort of see the beginnings of what they've got. We can do our own modeling and understand you know, how we would come at this with our bigger balance sheet. I, I, have you got a defensible position? Yes. And in fact, you know, that's something that is, is the top of mind because right. especially at these uh, depressed prices, yeah. we certainly have done our homework internally with our financial advisors. We've got a pretty good defensive, defense, defensive uh, position in terms of where our value should be. And certainly this year's program is going to bring us to that. Mm. So. Okay. So you, let, let, let's, let's talk about it. Let's, let's lay this out. To, to get an updated um, resource, you can have to show a certain scale for the market to get excited, you're going to say, one, I'm not a marginal project. Two, we believe the economics do stand up in today's environment, inflation, et cetera, yes. right? Yes. So you've got some big, big things to try and deliver, which aren't the same things you thought you needed to deliver, say, perhaps six months ago, because markets, markets change, right? Yeah. So how are you feeling about that? Well, certain, certainly we know that the delivery that we had in November of last year with the resource estimate disappointed the market from a point yeah. of view of not necessarily the size, but the grade and, and understanding the optimization of that resource. You know, we believe that in this, this updated uh, resource that we're going to have, we certainly see more of a primarily an underground park mineables uh, deposit, mm -hmm. and it's still going to have some near surface stuff, partly because of the Gabro and Area 51 and some of the Tabasco Cayenne was near surface, but the majority is going to be in an underground. Yeah. We've already used the analog of Young Davidson of Alamos or Jacobina of Yamana or Gold X's um, uh, operation, and we certainly see our deposit in terms of all of those analogs as a higher grade uh, resource already. We'll have a higher grade reserve, hopefully, after mm. we do the studies, and we're certainly going to be able to demonstrate the robustness of that project. Internally, we've looked at this from a, from a point of view of bulk mineable underground scenario. Yeah. And we certainly see a very robust problem. So what grade are we talking about on average? Well, on average, in fact, our resource estimate, uh, when it came out, already looked at it from a one and a half gram cutoff grade. Yeah. In terms of a bulk mineable, it was, uh, it was together between indicated and inferred about 2.7 million ounces of uh, 3.3 grams a ton. Right. And that's indicated and inferred together. But, but, but when we really look at it, that was just based on that MRE. This yeah. year's program certainly going to improve that to okay. begin with and also expand it. How? How? Because we're drilling not only in the areas within the existing footprint of the uh, of the deposit itself, but we certainly have a lot of the expansion potential along the uh, you know around the deposit. Mm -hmm. You know, the entire Fenron deposit, including Martinier, is only constrained by the amount of drilling, not by geology. We still haven't found the end of that deposit, and we continue to drill those. In fact, just about a kilometer south, we're now, we're now looking at the, uh, the Ripley zone, for example, as an addition to the, mm. the Fenron deposit. This is only 900 meters down to south, to the south of that. So any satellite deposit that you find around the Fenron itself is even going to improve the economics of the Fenron as it's on its own. So where, where is Canadian? In, um, development at the moment because it's, it seems kind of fashionable elsewhere in the world and even we're hearing a few, a few new projects and, and kind of trying to say, well, let's get into revenue 
sooner. It's 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 you know, it, the big thing for Carlo is us oh, drill to the edge of the envelope. We'll keep drilling and prove the scale. Right. The scale. The, you kind of got a different set of problems. So again, part of because the history of how you kind of got to where you are today, um, and this market that we're in right now. Yeah. You've got to say either I believe. A major will come along and want just answers in the ground. Whatever that looks like, they need answers in the ground, right. and we can paint that picture. Or if you're defensible, you say, well, actually, we need to have a plan which is really clear to the signals to the market. The growth is still here with this company, and it's in our control. That growth is in our control. Right. So, so, so from from point of view, any deposit. You know, this is not something that you're going to turn any project, you're going to turn it into production within a two to three year period, unless you have a very small scale project. Like we used to back, back mm. in the day when we had the GAB results. We believed we were going to be able to get that sooner to production. But when you look at a large project like Fenelon itself, yeah. it certainly takes time for us to be able to demonstrate its size potential, which we did. The second is to actually demonstrate to the market what it has. Mm. Next, you're going to refine that in order to be able to carry it into an economic study. Once the economic study is done, you provide yourself a project description. Mm. Then you start the permitting process. That's the process in Canada in terms of the projects. Mm. And in Canada, there is different provinces with different timelines. Quebec is actually one of the jurisdictions that is really good in terms of permitting process because it's a, the, the First Nation consultations are very established procedures that mm. you follow. So we certainly see the timeline does not change from our point of view. You know, if we if we carry out with the economic study next year, we see that perhaps within a three to four year we'd be able to be bringing the project into production mm. if the economics support that, which which obviously we need to we need to do to to get there. Right. And what do you say about the register? Right. Because again, in markets like this, we can tend to go risk off, cash in hand, um, um, and lots of companies are saying this at the moment, right? But you've got to think to the future, right? Which is what the type of shareholders that you want and need right. for the company that you want to be. Because you had, again, 18 months ago, two years ago, you had that, we're shooting off to right. the moon, people right. were talking in Arab, you, you weren't driving it, but the market was yeah. talking in Arab, which kind of, it didn't do you any favors, right? Right. So you're cognizant of that. What type of shareholders would be suitable for a company like you was going forward? Well, I think we have a pretty diverse shareholder group. I mean, obviously, uh, Agnico Eagle is a 10% shareholder sure. of our company. We have Eric Sprott, who's a little under 20%. And then the, there is William Day Construction and all the all the other funds yeah. that we have. Yeah. At the end of the day, it's the... the, the but is that what you want? Because they, 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 they usually sit on it for a while, right? Yeah. You need the kind of liquidity and the volume of trading thing is the, that end of it. Yeah. You don't want more of the same. You don't want the kind of day trader things. Well, certainly every company that wants to get into the development stage and production stage certainly requires more institutional uh, funds into it. Partly because they're the ones who would probably be able to finance the project advancing that. Mm. But at the end of the day, liquidity also comes from your retail side. So Mm. so we certainly appreciate that. Do we have that mix today? Mm. From our point of view, as long as you deliver the project, the shareholders will come to you. And, and, And our focus today is ensure that we get to that milestone. So, so, so uh, you know, you talked about, you know, when, when are you going to tell the market what the value is yeah. in terms of making sure nobody comes in ahead of time sooner than what, what they should mm. to make an offer. And that's exactly what we're doing today. You know, we believe that the next updated milestone uh, 
with next up the resources uh, would be the first milestone in creating value for the share. And that's in which quarter? Q4? Well, we're, we're hoping that we do it before Q1 of next year. Q1 uh, next. In terms of in terms of the uh, resource estimate, right. and then subsequent to that would be a short time after we'll have the uh, the economic study. Okay, and so technical, like I said, we'll put a link to the technical conversation yeah. below because I think that's important. Everyone, yeah. he's serious about investing, and he sees that there's some real thought that's gone yes. into that. And that was a good conversation. Um, but in, and you have to excuse the bing bongs in the background. We're here at a conference, folks, okay. so that's we fine. always get complaints about noise because like <laughs> we're not sitting in a in a cave. We're surrounded by people. Um, so with, with, with the goes to um, so that's the next milestone of Q1 of next year. You've got the cash to run through to the end of 2023. Those yeah. sounds of it. So what else would we expect in 2023 from you? Okay. So one of the things we did at the beginning of this year, we put our program for the year, and it was about 150 to 160,000 meters. We were mm. going to concurrently spend six, about 60 percent of our efforts on Fenelon, 30 mm. percent at Martinier, and 10 percent regional. One of the things we realized, and especially under the current market conditions, mm. we need to make sure that we're prudent with with how we spend our money and being able to to get ourselves to that milestone. So one of the things we're looking at right now is basically focusing our efforts on Fenelon, where we know it's the most advanced project, right. bringing that to a first milestone, get some value, improve the share price, and then carry out our program for the balances. So the strategy hasn't changed. What we've really done is probably looking at shuffling the priorities to make sure that, that you know our Fenelon gets to this milestone. And and we have that flexibility, especially as I mentioned, we're going to start 2023 with somewhere between 20 and 30 million dollars. So we certainly have the flexibility if the market really is bad, right. we'll be able to sustain ourselves for a good good portion of the year. Okay, okay. Um, I'm going to wrap it up there because the bing bongs yes. are getting quite loud. <laughs> It's not something I've said before. I think that's lunchtime. <laughs> yes, maybe it's lunchtime. Okay. Um, look, I mean, it, it, it's fascinating seeing how you're, you you kind of kind of weathered the storm in the sense of the kind of, I think the the, the fallout from the, the the promote which other people were doing yes. uh, on you, and focus on running, doing the business of running Correct. the business. Um, they, do you, are you getting hampered at all, or do you get any feedback with regards to the timeline in terms of time frame to get into production? Because we've seen a couple of other kind of Quebec was companies struggle with that same thing, where they're big projects. Right. You've got right. potentially big projects. Right. It just is, there's 2025, 2026, feels a long way away. So, uh, are people wrapping their heads around the opportunity? To be honest with you, I mean, we haven't we haven't really heard any complaints about the fact that the timeline is is, is right long, because those those who invest in uh, junior exploration companies, I mean, we we deliver the main resource within three years of the discoveries. Mm. So from our point of view, we're still very much uh, ahead of the pace in terms of a project. Uh, advancement, mm. but at the end of the day, this is what the project takes, especially a large project like Fenelon mm. and additionally Martinier. Uh, so, so, from our point of view, we think that the timeline that we have is very much at par or better in terms of the industry as a whole. Okay, good to see you. Thanks. Um, we look forward to speaking to you again real soon. Okay, thanks, Matt. <laughs>